the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. ABC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRostro. Hurricane Hannah rumbling through the Gulf of Mexico towards Texas this hour. The National Hurricane Center says Hannah's maximum sustained winds had increased to 80 miles an hour and that it was expected to make landfall this afternoon or early this evening. Meteorologists say the biggest concern from Hannah is expected to be flash flooding. The National Hurricane Center's Stacy Stewart says the first hurricane of the 2020 Atlantic hurricane season is just southeast of Corpus Christi. Hannah's become a Category 1 hurricane a little less than 100 miles off uh, the uh, south coast of Texas. It's moving westward uh, roughly around 7, maybe 8 miles an hour at times. And it could strengthen a little bit more, uh, but we don't anticipate that it will reach Category 2 strength. Meanwhile, Hawaii is gearing up to face Hurricane Douglas, threatening to pummel the islands with dangerous surf, strong winds, and flash floods. This is SRN News. Hugh Hewitt says we're not out of the woods with COVID-19. A lot of people are intuiting that the disease is less deadly. I don't think that's correct. Uh, there is, There are two strains of it running around, and it may be correct. But I know one thing is... Doctors are much better skilled at treating it, and people are much quicker to get treatment. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 5 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Hour 2 of the Northern Alliance Radio Network Headline Act. Mitch Berg coming up here in just a moment, just after 2 o'clock on AM 1280, The Patriot. In what ways are America's liberties under attack, and why are they under attack? How do we get back to the normal as we know it? It's a look into the toughest social moral issues we face today through the lens of our country's rich religious and political history. See for yourself on SalemNow.com in morality in the 21st century. From the Homestead Road Weather Center, we're going to have chance of showers and thunderstorms the rest of today. Highs near 90. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show that is making talk radio great again, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog, once again, shotinthedark.info. Uh, five days a week, most weeks, and really frequently six days a week, I am out there writing about whatever happens in society, politics, largely politics, let's be honest, but also music, history, current events, sociology. Oh, yeah, sociology, big time. In fact, that's kind of my big news this week. We'll uh, talk about that a little later on in the hour. Uh, but uh, a, lot of, a lot of fun stuff out there uh, for me, hopefully for you as well. I've had readers uh, for, what, 18 years now, 18 going on, 19 years. No sign of it slowing down. At least people keep tuning in, so I keep writing. 
because I enjoy it. And, of course, that is my show prep this week and every week for this broadcast, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM twelve eighty, The Patriot, along with my friend Brad Carlson, heard every Sunday from 1 to 3 on the Closer Edition, and King Banyan, Saturday mornings from 9 to 11 on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. Well, let's talk about Minnesota. And when I say Minnesota, I, I was going to say the COVID epidemic, but this really, this, this hour's subject really isn't about the COVID epidemic. It's about an epidemic that has killed a lot more people in this century. And in fact, it's an epidemic that has killed a lot more. And I, and I know what, when I say that, it's killed a lot of people in this century. If you've been listening to this show for any length of time, you will kick back and say, oh, Mitch is about to talk about the, the, the millions of people, the hunt tens, probably over 100 million people that have been murdered by totalitarian governments of all stripes, quote, left, end quote, end quote, right, end quote, over the last 100 years or so. And you'd be half right, half right, because I'm also talking about the hundreds of people killed in Minnesota over these past five months by ham-fisted, ignorant, unscientific government policy that is designed more and more and more to safeguard and extend the power of government than to safeguard people. It's designed to buttress the authority of the state, both small and large S, than it is to protect you and your kids and your grandparents, if you're still blessed to have them with you, your parents, if you're of a certain age, you, if you're of a very certain age or have uh, any of the comorbidities that make uh, COVID dangerous to so many people, obesity, hypertension, diabetes, et cetera, et cetera, COPD, lung problems. Yeah, there's a lot of things out there. I've never been one of the people who said there's no danger in this epidemic. Heck, I'm not even one of the people who says, You'll never get a mask on me. In fact, it's a good way to get me to rhetorically pimp slap you. Go ahead. Call a, a mask, a face diaper to my face. There's a reason that OR staffs wear them in the operating room. There's also a reason they change them. There's also a reason they don't make the patients wear them. Masks protect other people from your exhalate, as they say, the water vapor that you exhale that carries viruses. By the way, there's no way to get me more up in your face and to say, well, a, a, a virus is three millionths of a millimeter across, or three millionths of a meter, three microns across. It'll slide right through a mask. Well, yeah, except that viruses don't float free on their own. They are carried around by water vapor, which is a series of droplets that may or may not get stopped by a cloth mask. You know, you may, you may not stop you from inhaling them, but it'll certainly prevent you from exhaling them, which is why surgeons wear them once. It's also worth noting that they don't wear knit cloth masks. They don't wear reusable masks normally. They don't, they don't do many of the things that Governor Waltz has put into his ham-fisted mandate. What is the ham-fisted nature of this? I mean, you saw it on the news the other day. Basically, if you're in any indoor public place or in line to get into an indoor public place, you're supposed to wear a mask in the state of Minnesota. Now, 
I'm not against this as such per se. And in fact, neither are most Americans. And I know we got conservatives out there who say you will never wear a mask. It's an intrusion on your liberty. You're not wrong. There's a lot of intrusions on our liberty that people do just to be responsible fellow members of a community. I mean, there's not a law saying that you should cover your mouth when you sneeze. But most of us do. There's not a law that says you should sneeze into your elbow instead of just blasting all of your spittle and water vapor and crud out into the atmosphere around you and around people all around you. But it's what most of us do. I have never yet heard someone say, ah, I'm a free citizen, so when I want to sneeze or or cough when I have a cold, I'm going to do it in any direction I want. Because most people are smart enough to know that's an imposition on other people. Your right to sneeze stops where your slobber hits the next person. And Americans know this. And here's a little-known fact, a a fact that our media is bending over backwards to avoid showing you. Americans adopted nationwide, whether you're in New York City or in Montana, which has virtually no shutdown, or in South Dakota, by the way, which never shut down, or North Dakota, which had a shutdown with a small S and a small D, mostly focusing on senior citizens and the vulnerable. People wear masks there. Not all of them, not all the time, but then again, COVID has hardly left Fargo and Sioux Falls to the great disgust of many on the left who are just dying for this plague to smite the uppity reds. Anyway, Governor Waltz imposed a mask mandate this last week, and he did it in some of the worst. Anyway, oh, by the way, I almost forgot to say, yeah, Americans adopted masks more voluntarily, more than any other, virtually any other non-Asian country in the world. We adopted them spontaneously back in April. Maybe by, by we, maybe not you and me, maybe not all the time, but, but the percentage of Americans who responded, yeah, I wear a mask, and I did it voluntarily, is a, ahead of virtually every other non-Asian country. I mean, as I said a few weeks ago, if you give Americans and Minnesotans reliable information honestly, transparently, with some sense of accountability and say, look, this is the right thing to do. Most people will say, yeah, it kind of makes sense. I don't sneeze on people. I don't pick my nose when I'm sick and wipe it all over public spaces. And I, I sneeze into my elbow. I usually stay home when I'm sick. It's not remarkable. Either is the fact that most Americans wore masks. Nonetheless, Governor Waltz politicized common sense this past week by making it a mandate in all non-public places. Here's the problem. He tipped his hand. He tipped his hand in just about the worst possible way. Uh, my friend Gary Miller uh, posted on Twitter uh, something that, that, that highlighted what happened, uh, distilled it down to its essence in a tweet this past week. And I quote, uh, this is Gary Miller, uh, one-time conservative blogger, He's become something of an anarchist, eh, whatever. Uh, a quote from Governor Waltz's 
Governor Waltz's press conference announcing the mask mandate, and I quote Gary quoting the governor, quote, the end goal is compliance. Quoting Gary here, just think about that. Pause, get up, get a drink of water. Contemplate the staggering implications of that statement for a free society or for civilization. It's been known in the West for a millennia or so, or I'll add in the United States for a couple hundred years now. The goal is compliance. Something that should nauseate anybody who takes the word freedom seriously. 651-289-4488. No, I'm not done with that. But if you have comments, I'm just getting started here. First, though, let's go to the phones in Mendota. Barb, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You are on the air. Well, thank you. And and thank you for taking my call. And this is my first time ever to call in. I listen a lot and I learn a lot. But now I am just so concerned about uh, what's happened. Well, from Minneapolis, I live close to Robert Street in West St. Paul, so they thought it was going to overflow into Robert Street, but it didn't, thankfully. So yep. I am very much aware of what happened here, and it breaks my heart, and now it's happening all in so many places in America. The world is going crazy, in fact, and we have to stop it. So I'm just very emotional about stopping it now before it's too late because if we let it keep growing and growing and growing it might be too late yeah exactly and i think it's, it's go time I, for western civilization here say again it's go time for western civilization where people who support everything that western civilization stands for against quite frankly the barbarian horde that is beating around beating down the gates in places like portland and east lake street as active repudiation of western civilization it's time to stand up and be counted it's fisher cut bait time anyway back to you yes well i i subscribe to amac i have uh dental insurance through amac and i just used it for the first time and it was great they call themselves the golden rule <laughs> yep. is their uh, their motto for their, their dental health program. And I'm very happy about that. And I appreciate the articles that they have, too. Yep. And um, I listened to the Patriot. I just started listening to the Patriot. Oh, it's maybe six months now. Well, great to have you here, Barb. By the way, we're coming up to a break here. I know you had a point you wanted to make about teachers, not to give you the bums rush here, but we've got a minute away from a break. So you want to talk about teachers, Ripley, go right ahead. Well, I wasn't the one that was going to talk about teachers. I was. was, What I want to talk about is stopping the anarchy, uh, the lawlessness now before too many people die and before it's too late. Before it's too late. Absolutely, so we do have to. We do have to. Wait. I mean, government has one legitimate goal, really unambiguously legitimate goal, whether it's local government or federal. By the way, thanks for your call, Barb. Great to have you here for the first time. Don't be a stranger. Do it again soon. Uh, uh, government has one unambiguously legitimate goal, and that is to preserve order, to to preserve the law, to preserve the rule of law rather than the rule of men, which really is the rule of the mob. Mob rule is what we had along Lake Street, briefly along University Avenue. It's what you have in Portland and Seattle these days. It's anathema to freedom. Northern Alliance, AM 12A, The Patriot. Be right back. Limitless access to intelligent talk. 
Stream AM1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. I love golf, and I also stink at golf. I've tried it all. The lessons, the special swing contraptions, the neon brush tees, the funny hats, the putting all of my change in my left pocket. I like to say I just happen to have a high golf handicap. My friends would say I have a high talent disadvantage. Luckily, while I might be fighting some disadvantages on the golf course, at our Faith and Family Mortgage Team, we're lucky to be able to serve listeners with a unique advantage. Our team is an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. And for you, that can mean shorter turnaround times and often a lower rate, which could save you monthly and lifelong money on a new home, refinance, or cash-out refinance. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Middle Park, Road, Melbourne, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to animalistconsumeraccess.org. Corporate animalist number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, Mississippi, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. How'd you like to eliminate your expensive cable bill forever or get new satellite internet where cable can't go? Well, now you can have affordable satellite internet service for a few dollars a day. All you need is a mini satellite installed and you can have unlimited internet connections wirelessly in your home or office. And no cable boxes means unlimited connections and no clutter. You can surf the internet or stream any of your favorite television services with no cable. And the best part is, satellite internet service costs only a few dollars a day for your entire home. Yes, fast internet to surf or stream television for a few bucks a day. Call now for free details and learn how to drop your expensive cable bill. 800-430-8761-800-430-8761-800-430-8761. That's 800-430-8761. Join the Freedom Fan Club during July and register to win a copy of our Regnery Book of the Month, The 21 Biggest Lies About Donald Trump and You, by Kurt Schlichter. Sign up today at am1280thepatriot.com. Remember the simpler times when you felt settled, calm, if you will. Unfortunately for many, retirement is anything but simple. Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike as they talk about how complicated retirement has become over the years. All of today's complexities and retirement decision points don't need to be overwhelming. The guys are going to help you simplify it. Alan Mike have solutions and strategies. So listen to Money Matters with Alan Mike, noon Saturday on AM 1280 The Patriot, or call them now at 855 231 6010. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, don't forget, I I urge you not to forget, it hasn't started yet, but it is starting. It's going to be huge. It's one of the big events of our our giving year here at AM 12A, The Patriot, the Here to Help campaign. It's kicking off shortly here. You can make your tax-deductible gift to the Salvation Army today by clicking Here to Help at am12athepatriot.com. Your dollars will go to work right here in the Twin Cities. It's coming up this coming week. I think it actually rolls out on Monday. So keep an eye peeled. Get your checkbook all oiled up and and field stripped and cleaned out and ready for combat in a charitable sense of the term. Because the Salvation Army is one of those charities, one of those notable charities that puts your money to work 
uh, for charity as opposed to paying big uh, fees to consultants and big salaries to its executive leaders. That's why it's so important. The Here to Help campaign kicking off right quick here on AM 12A, The Patriot, as my uh, great-grandparents from the holler might have said. No, my great-grandparents mostly spoke Norwegian. They don't know anything about, about that. Anyway, so the governor announced this past week his mask mandate, demanding that all Minnesotans wear masks in public. Now, I've said for quite some time, if you give people, Americans, Minnesotans, people in any community, information they trust, information that is transparent, accountable, and uh, makes sense to people, they will do the right thing. I mean, authorities just love to look down their nose at the hoi polloi and say, oh, they're just a bunch of rabble who will, don't know how to tie their shoes or will just walk into walls. We don't tell them what to do. And yet, in crisis after crisis, you give the people or allow the people to get the information that they need to make a rational decision, they'll make the rational decision. My favorite example ever is before 9-11, the New York Police Department thought that the people in, the, in skyscrapers like the World Trade Center uh, needed to basically be told to sit down and wait for the authorities to come and tell them what to do if someone were to, uh, I don't know, ram a plane into a skyscraper. And in the immediate aftermath of the planes, hijacked planes hitting the World Trade Center Twin Towers, the public address systems in both the towers said, sit and wait for instructions. The people said, are you nuts? We're getting out of here. And they did. Almost nobody, a very small percent of the people below the impact points of the two planes survived because they organized themselves without the aid of the fire department and, and police department and got themselves out of harm's way. That's taking nothing away from the heroism of the police and fire uh, response, many of whom died that day. But you give people the information or at least provided they have access to the information they need, i.e., they're able to look out the window and see planes flying into buildings, they can do it for themselves. And as it comes to masks, uh, there's a lot of information, bad information on both sides, both information that's... I saw one meme that progressives have been throwing around. So if you, if you don't have a mask on someone coughs on you, you've got a 90% chance of catching COVID. Well, it's not true. I mean, there's a lot of research out there that indicates that 30 to 40 minutes of exposure is pretty needed. Uh, and 15 minutes may be the bare minimum for any statistically reasonable chance of any infection to get passed along. So, I mean, the, the science just isn't there. But when Americans finally started to get the word that there was a problem in mid-March, the percentage of Americans who reported wearing masks went from somewhere around 8% in mid-March to uh, 60, north of 60% by mid-April. It was a steep, steep climb. And literally, uh, America, the United States, had, as of, as of early July, nearly 75% uh, of Americans report wearing masks in situations where they need to be worn, hypothetically. Rightly or wrongly, and, and by the way, again, uh, if, if you think a mask is going to keep you from getting sick, that's true. If you think a mask is going to prevent you from infecting someone else when you're passing it around, well, there's a reason that surgeons wear them, that operating room staff wears them. It prevents you from spreading your own germs around. That's it. 
And it's useful. It's a very important thing, potentially, especially if you don't know that you're infected, as I myself did not for a couple months after I actually did have COVID, uh, which I did, by the way, in late March. I took an antibody test and found out I actually was infected. If you remember some of my broadcasts from late March and hearing me hacking away on the air here from my home studio, you're probably thinking, yeah, no kidding. Uh, Too late, smart. Uh, Too soon old, too late wise. Anyway. But here's the deal with the mask mandate, leaving aside, as Gary Miller pointed out, that the end goal is compliance, says the governor. Uh, here's the part that, that strike, should strike any thinking person as the height of cynicism. The mask mandate, the mandate that Minnesotans would have to wear a mask when in any indoor public place, one week, as of this past Thursday, actually in out on the street as of midnight this morning was the law in effect, according to emergency powers in this state, is of such incredible scientific importance that as of a week ago last Thursday, it was on the table in negotiations about the bonding bill. Well, I should tell you something. This whole thing is about political compliance, not about epidemiology. A week ago, the governor was ready to negotiate away the mask mandate to get his precious bonding bill passed. Something, by the way, that the GOP in the House has held the line on, and they had best continue to do so. Mark my words, you'll see a backlash against the GOP among the base like you have never seen before if they give, up, if they give in on the bonding bill and, and give the governor his way. This is, by the way, long after COVID peaked in Minnesota and long after most Americans led the world in voluntarily adopting masks, which is more or less what I said a couple weeks ago. Again, give people good information, a transparent request and a clear statement of interest, and we'll do what needs to be done. Here's the thing. We noted this. COVID is a disease spread by density. Might be a Red County meatpacking plant, or it might be major metro bars, restaurants, open plan offices, especially mass transit, buses, trains, subways. Uh, But there's a correlation between packing people together for a long, extended period of time every day and the spread of COVID. It's pretty clear. And here in Minnesota, about half of the counties in the state have had no deaths from COVID at all. Outside of the metro area, The Twin Cities, St. Cloud, Duluth, Rochester, to a small extent Mankato, and a very few counties with rural meatpacking plants. The disease is pretty darn rare, and dying of the disease is even more so. Senator Paul Gazelka had the temerity last week to point this out, that perhaps a one-size-fits-all state mandate for a disease where one size pretty much does fit all makes no sense. And here is Governor Klink's response. This is from Catherine Richard at Minnesota Public Radio in a tweet this past week. Governor Tim Klink on GOP Senator uh, Majority Leader Paul Gazalka's pushback that masks shouldn't be required in rural parts of the state where there aren't a huge number of cases. Quote, he's wrong. He's wrong on the science. Wrong on the science. Wrong on the science. He could probably train his parrot to say that. And, and I heard that. I read that, and then I went back and listened to it, and I, said, I thought, yeah, someday there's going to need to be an accounting for all the damage the American left, of which Governor Klink is, uh, is a member, uh, the damage they've inflicted on the term science. 
for much of the American left, maybe most of it, science is treated the way saying shotgun is treated in high school when you're calling out car seats. It's a way to preemptively stop any arguments about something because you were the first to invoke shotgun or science when you're in your 50s or 60s. Here's a problem, Governor Klink. <laughs> Waltz, sorry, Waltz. <laughs> I'm sorry, Gov- where does Klink come from? Colonel Klink from Stalag 13 and the TV show Hogan's Heroes, the bumbling, inept authoritarian uh, who's completely played by... No, that couldn't possibly be. Uh, anyway, Governor Klink, Waltz, 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 Governor Waltz, observe this. Look at the map of fatalities in the state of Minnesota. As of this past week, 802 of the deaths took place, happened in Hennepin County. 210 roughly in Ramsey County, 100 each roughly, low hundreds in, in Dakota and Anoka counties. 19 in Stearns County. 39 in Clay County. Far north, uh, north, Clay County, which, by the way, is Moorhead, the suburbs of Fargo, which is where the only real outbreak in North Dakota has happened. Well over 90% of the deaths in North Dakota took place in Cass County, the Fargo area. Uh, 16 in the La Crosse, La Crescent area. 16 in Duluth. 12 over in the, uh, the Iron Range. 12, uh, I think, uh, up in the, the, the Mille Lacs area. No other county outside the metro area, other actually other than Washington County with 40 deaths, no other county in Minnesota outside the metro area has more than single-digit fatalities. No county outside of Rochester, La Crescent, Moorhead, Duluth, and probably a few areas up in the Iron Range have more than single digits, or really more than five or six deaths. The Worthington area, five or six, after all of the fuss that befell the area after the, 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 the pork processing plant uh, outbreaks, which, by the way, were spread just as much by people living 12 to a three-bedroom house as, as by the conditions on the production line. Science is observation. Science observing the, the course of this epidemic in Minnesota shows that Senator Gazelka was absolutely right to a statistical fault. The one-size-fits-all approach is anti-scientific and there's a danger to that if you want to run a democratic society we'll come back to that northern alliance am 1280 the patriot attention this is a real estate ad if you are thinking of buying or selling, please listen closely. My name is Alex Hartman of Remax Results. I am a like-minded, loyal listener to this radio station. I have a proven track record of results, having sold thousands of homes over 30-plus years. But most important, in this day and age of big real estate teams pushing crazy gimmicks and guarantees, when you call me, you get me and only me. No gimmicks, no anonymous team members, just one-on-one service and results. When you work with me, you can rest assured the buck stops right here. I have your back. I'm the only agent you communicate with from start to finish. I'm 100% accountable to you. 
So if you're thinking of buying or selling this season and you like the idea of working with an agent who shares your views, an agent who will work diligently on your behalf every step of the way, then call me today for a free no-obligation consultation. Just go to ResultsByAlex.com. ResultsByAlex.com. I'm looking forward to speaking with you. Again, that's ResultsByAlex.com. Patriot Mobile is working harder every day to help keep conservatives grounded in their values. Just listen to why you should switch today. They are truly the only Christian conservative wireless service provider that is now number one in customer satisfaction of all wireless companies. You'll find a plan that will fit any budget when you talk to their U.S.-based customer service team. You'll love them. Switch today. Get free activation and a free gift as well as the broadest coverage on their dependable nationwide 4G LTE network. No other phone company will donate a portion of your bill to conservative organizations that support the First and Second Amendments. Pro-life, pro-Second Amendment, working for the needs of veterans and first responders. There's real power in your cell phone. Call 972-PATRIOT or go to patriotmobile.com slash G-O-R-K-A. 972-PATRIOT, patriotmobile.com slash Gorka. This is good news, maybe exactly when you need it to. Right now, MediShare is waiving their new member fees. This could save you money on top of all that you'll save each month by becoming a member of MediShare. So many people are looking for a healthcare solution right now, seeing the cost of COBRA plans, for instance. And MediShare is the affordable alternative to health insurance. The typical family saves $500 a month, but you might save even more. MediShare is a Christian community that shares each other's health care costs, and because of the current economic situation, they're making it easier than ever. Apply by July 31st, and you'll save an additional $170 on your first month. I'll give you the number here in a second, and if you call, you can get a price within two minutes. Just tell them the promo code SHARE to receive your additional savings. Maybe now is the time to make the switch, like more than 400,000 people already have, and start saving. Here it is. Call 844-57-BIBLE. That's 844-57-BIBLE. 844-57-BIBLE. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. This song came out my junior year of high school. I probably went... 35 years without hearing it at all, and now I hear it like three times a week. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with the Electric Light Orchestra. Particularly this song, which is kind of irresistible little bit of pop, although I was way too cool for it in high school. But, well, there you have it. 651 I don't know why it is, but suddenly ELO is, is everywhere. It can't be escaped. Hey, don't forget, SalemNow.com is the best streaming platform out there, and it doesn't require a monthly fee. You can watch movies like Uncle Tom, Selfie Dad, No Safe Spaces, and the Patterns of Evidence series all on demand. There's also Dennis Prager's The Holy Land Experience and Ask a Jew, Ask a Gentile, plus archive video from the War for America's Soul Tour, live music, and much more. Just go to SalemNow.com. By the way, that is the place to watch. Uh, no Safe Spaces, which is a fantastic movie, uh, Dennis Prager and Adam Carolla. And, of course, if you haven't watched Uncle Tom yet, uh, Larry Elder's uh, movie produced by Larry Elder on uh, black conservatives and conservatism in the United States, you need to. You need to. Uh, go to SalemNow.com. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. Been talking about Governor Waltz uh, and his whinging, frankly, about uh, his response to the coronavirus epidemic and really the the authoritarian 
underpinnings of the whole thing. Let's go to the phones. St. Paul Vincent, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You are live and on the air. Well, thank you very much. The information about elections and voting, I got, I called up the Ramsey County election office over in Plato, and they were talking about, in the end, they talked about the November 3rd election. We, yep. Because of the virus, you know, and the six feet and all that, we may not be able to walk into the voting booth. We may have to do absentee, which is corruption. Yeah. And also, the August 11th election, I called them up. I wanted a sample ballot so I could see who's on the ballot beforehand. And they says, we cannot send that out no more. Oh, boy. Yeah, and, no, the, 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 this, this whole mail-in voting process is a target for corruption. Now, I've had people say, hey, wait, the military does, does mail-in voting all the time. Yeah, they're, they're, they do. Uh, there's a lot of people who vote absentee and have for quite some time. Uh, and by the way, we have a reasonable chance of knowing that people who have to go in to the elections office to register to vote absentee, like I did the one time I ever tried it, because I had to go out of town on business on election day. So I, I gave them a reason, and they were reasonably sure I was who I said I was when I voted absentee by mail. Actually, I, I left my ballot at the office. but uh, And the military, well, you know, there's not a lot of fake soldiers floating around, at least not that we've ever heard alleged. On the other hand, here in Minnesota, we do have thousands of fake registrations. In fact, the DFL has been making a parlor game of registering fake registrations for over a decade here in the state of Minnesota. Minnesota Voters Alliance has documented this. They found examples in one case of a small town in, in rural Minnesota, I believe, uh, exurban Minnesota, with nine registered voters living <clears throat> at a laundromat. And you say this to progressives, to DFLers, and say, well, it's just registration. Registrations don't equal voting. Well, then why do them? Here's why you do them, because when voting becomes a matter of just mailing it in without any authentication whatsoever, even the minimal that happens when you go to the polls, all of those fake registrations will be getting letters from the election office. And someone's going to pick those letters up and fill out ballots. And once those ballots get in and get counted, there's nothing you can do about it. They get counted. Any reservations that election judges have get adjudicated after the election when the DFL gets and retains power, at which point they won't care because they will control the, the election machinery as they do today, as Steve Simon does today, which after which he has spent the last few years defying court orders to answer questions about voter registration fraud he won't do it he doesn't have to nobody's gonna make him what you're gonna sit keith ellison on steve simon <laughs> they're gonna ramp up the fraud this election too mark my words ladies and gentlemen they will they will redouble their efforts to keep the fraud up uh because i have a hunch they know that if someone if a republican even a honest democrat ever gets into office and pulls back the curtain on what's been going on in the Secretary of State's office and, and with the entire election process, especially in the Metro. Oh, it's going to be a bloodbath, legally speaking, for the DFL. Why else would a Secretary of State be denying, defying, obstructing the enforcement of court orders? 
much more on that to come in coming weeks. 651-289-4488. One of my themes over this last couple of years has been a comparison of the symptoms of narcissistic personality disorder and the way progressives treat the rest of society. There's a lot of parallels. I've been talking about this on the show for years. And I think what's needed, in fact, one of the things I'm, I'm positive is, is absolutely needed is, is to equip you, to arm you, conservative Minnesotans, intellectually, to respond to one of the most common and, and gnawing symptoms of this political narcissism that the left beats you over the head with. It's called gaslighting. It's when someone who has a personality disorder tells someone on whom they are codependent, uh, what you thought you, you saw, what you thought just happened, it didn't happen. The reality that you think you know, that, that, that you thought was real, isn't. No, in fact, the reality that I am imparting upon you, that I'm projecting to you, is reality. And that, not your lying eyes, not your lying ears, not your lying consciousness, is what is reality. It's the kind of thing where if one spouse does it to another, it's called domestic abuse. But when it's one side of the political debate, doing it to the other side... It's politics as usual, or your best interest, if it's a progressive talking to anyone in the rest of society. There's a lot of this going around right now, because the sort of activity we're seeing on the left is built around simple slogans that exist to gaslight society, that exist to tell society things that are not the truth, things that, that impose their vision of the truth into your mind to get you Maybe not you, the conservative, with a strong sense of identity, politically speaking, but people in the middle to go along with it because it's a big lie they hear over and over again. And frankly, if you don't go along with them, they make life very unpleasant for you. See Thanksgiving at home with young progressive uh, members of your family. It's too hard to work against it, so you gradually acquiesce. Let's talk about some of these Here's one that's been popping up on graffiti all over, on walls all around Minneapolis and St. Paul. Silence is violence. Honk if you've heard that one. Silence is violence. Except, no, it's not. It's not at all. Silence, if you catch me silent at all, I mean, I'm a talk show host, silence is death for me, but it's not violence. But silence off the air, if you catch it from me at all, is me keeping my mouth shut while I figure out what I think to say nothing of what I'm going to actually say. Uh, your freedom of speech doesn't give you the right to tell me what I'm going to say, much less think. And if your response to that is, well, there is only one thing to say, and that's to agree with your point of view, then most likely you're trying to log roll and shame people into knocking off all that pesky critical thinking and just shutting up and going along and getting along to avoid all the problems. See, again, the aforementioned Thanksgiving with your loudmouth young millennial folks in, in, in your life. These things I hear about from other people. If your position is worthy, by the way, I may eventually agree with you or at least 
give you an interesting discussion. Not doing so in and of itself doesn't make me the immoral one. Logically, this whole notion that silence is violence is straight out of George Orwell. Silence is the opposite of violence. Morally, (laughs) the statement is worse than straight out of Orwell. If your response is, quote, that's how Germans reacted when Jews were getting hauled off, end quote, well, there's your opportunity to convince me that the issue we face is actually that clear cut. And if it's not, if there are some facets of the issue that hand over which reasonable people might debate. Again, if you were to tell a spouse or a significant other that, quote, if you have not been verbally going along with every point of view I have, you are a party to evil. Well, a therapist would call you at the very least an emotional abuser. and They'd have a point. Log rolling is no substitute for a convincing argument. Unfortunately, people using this form of log rolling, gaslighting, chanting point, aren't trying to convince anyone, and they're not trying to provoke thought. They are trying to bludgeon you into acquiescence. That's a very different thing. Here's another one. If you're on the fence, you're complicit. If you're saying, I don't have a dog in this particular fight, you're a party to evil. No. If I'm on the fence on a given issue, then neither side has convinced me yet. As as Mark Twain once said, better to be quiet and have people think you might be a fool than open your mouth and remove all doubt. And being considered a fool by anyone using a line like, if you're on the fence, you're complicit, is at best irrelevant and at worst, well, pretty much mutual. (laughs) We're both fools in that case. (sighs) We're just getting started here, folks. This might be another whole book for me at this rate. Stay tuned for much more. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. The fun is just beginning, even though we've got one segment to go. Yep. Yeah, I'll keep it going. Stick around. AM 1280, The Patriot. Whoa, look at all these options. You could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream The Patriot. Top shelf choices include am1280thepatriot.com, our free app, and radio.com. Relief Factor, effective pain relief that really, really works. How do I know that? I don't have a script. I don't have talking points. I live it. I've been taking it for a year and a half. I had a lower back pain issue that had been plaguing me for nine years, almost a decade. I took Relief Factor for two weeks. Yes, two weeks, and my pain was gone, and it's still gone. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. Don't take my word for it. See their incredible video testimonials at relieffactor.com. And then find out for yourself if this incredible drug-free product could work for you as well as it does for me and tens of thousands of Americans. It's so very, very simple. Go to relieffactor.com, order the three-week quick starter pack. It'll be at your door in three days or less. And I guarantee it, Dr. G's guarantee, if you take it morning and evening, as do I, for three weeks, by the end of that time, you will know if it works for you like it works for me. Do you have 2020 vision spiritually, geopolitically? If you want to make a difference in your life that impacts years to come, then it's time to stand with Israel by 
by going there. Consider the thrilling excitement of joining nationally syndicated media host Dr. Sebastian Gorka on the Stand with Israel tour this December 2nd to 11th. More than a vacation, this journey will guide you through centuries of faith as you visit significant places right out of Holy Scripture. Together with like-minded travelers, you'll see over 40 iconic sites during the 10-day tour. You can pray at the Western Wall in Old City, Jerusalem, float in the Dead Sea, take a boat out onto the Sea of Galilee, or explore the inside of the Garden Tomb. Set forth a new personal vision for this year and reserve your spot on the Stand with Israel Tour this December 2nd to 11th. Register at am1280thepatriot.com. Do you feel like there are more unanswered questions and few honest explanations as to why so many of our liberties are under attack? Find out how we can get back to a place of order and normalcy when you stream Morality in the 21st Century on Salem Now. Dennis Prager and Dr. Wayne Grudem confront the toughest social issues we face, and through never-before-told personal stories, you get a clear direction for a visionary future for this nation in this on-demand video special. Visit SalemNow.com to stream Morality in the 21st Century and type in the code MINNEAPOLIS for a 20% discount. Get a $4,000 whole house water softener system for just $2,000 through this special offer from Commerce Water and this station. There's just one half-price water system. Go to the station's website, click on the More tab, then Half-Price Offers, or call the station now. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, or... You can join me at uh, Twitter, on Twitter, at hashtag NarnShow, N-A-R-N Show. Hey, don't forget, Radio Hall of Fame has announced this year's 24 nominees, and we're proud to say our very own Larry Elder is on the list. Visit am12athepatriot.com for details on how to cast your votes. Uh, big congratulations, by the way, to the, uh, to the uh, Sage of South Central for being honored with this nomination. Now let's vote him in and then work on getting me and Brad Carlson and King Banyan in there next year. <laughs> I mean, it's only it's about time. Six, five. I'm kidding. Although it would be cool, wouldn't it? Six, five, one, two, eight, nine, four, four, eight, eight. The number to call. We're talking about snappy answers to casual, uh, casual gaslighting that you get from progressives. If you are a conservative or even someone in the middle, someone who doesn't have a political opinion, you, you all know these people out there. I mean, this is how not only do people on the left, the progressives, the, especially the, the verbal, vocal, pushy ones, get, shame you, the conservative, into acquiescence or at least silence, and people in the middle who don't have necessarily highly developed, strident political opinions, this is how they get them to, at the very least, shut up and get out of the way, and at the very worst, go along. Because it's too hard not to go along, get along, or at least shut up and get out of the way. Here's one. If you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. People who use this one always use it incompletely. So I'll, I'll do it again, and I'll fill in emphasizing the words that are unstated but that actually define the statement. The, the statement really, with all the missing pieces filled in, is, and I quote, if you're not part of the solution, I'm demanding you're part of the problem. That's in my way. You see, you don't have to agree on what the problem is or the solution to that problem. It's all defined by them. For example, classic example is climate change. 
And this is an area where you are told if you are a conservative and not someone who, uh, someone whose whose opinions uh, informed or not. And trust me, I'm as informed as I can be on the subject. Uh, have nuances that that would get me thrown out of meetings of extremists on both sides. I don't much care for the carbon belch crowd. I I believe that God put us on this earth to be stewards of nature. I believe that climate does change. But the solution that the zealots are demanding is that we turn the keys to the world's economies over to a bunch of people who can't build a driver's license system that works. (laughs) But yeah, let's give them the keys to the world's economy. The solution they're demanding is worldwide socialism. Centralized planning of the world's economy by them. Not by people who know what they're doing. Not by people who know how to run a business. Not by people who've ever ever made a payroll. Not by people who've ever had to successfully allocate resources towards a goal with no backup. No. The solution they're demanding is turning the keys of the world's government uh, of the world's economies over to bureaucrats. And if you don't acquiesce with that, you're part of the problem, which is they don't have the power they want to get the results they want. Now, if you're one of those people who uses lines like that, it's incumbent on you to convince me or everyone that your solution isn't worse than the problem. And if you're one of the young progressive snowflakes who are floating around out there, it's your solution needs to be shown via a rational argument based in fact to be worse than the problem you see. If you can't do that, you're going to have a tough time of it. And if you use statements like, if you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem, it's going to be even tougher because if you knew all that rational, functional, convincing people stuff, you wouldn't have to resort to lines like, if you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. (sighs) That's number three. Let's keep going here. Here's another one. Check your privilege. I'm not one of those people who says there's never been a problem with racism in this country. I I know that there are racists in this country. I also know that 30 years ago, a Gallup poll showed that the percentage of African-Americans who thought that racism was a defining factor in their life is half of what it is today. And that William Raspberry, who basically was to the media what John Lewis was to Congress and to civil rights, the first African-American national newspaper columnist, said in 1991 that racism was basically dead. Yeah, it was the province of the ignorant, the stupid. And it's not something that needs to get in the way of, 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 of an African-American with intelligence, education, and, and, and drive in the real world. And yet, that percentage of people who thought that racism was a defining factor of American life among African-Americans has doubled in the last 30 years. Is it because racism's gotten worse You think the police are twice as prejudiced against African-Americans today as they were in 1990? Feel free to prove it with, you know, facts. Here's my privilege, and I'll put this out there for sake of argument. I grew up descended from people who inhabited a place that nobody wanted to conquer or was too hard to conquer, that only managed to enslave or who managed to, my ancestors managed to kill everyone who might have tried. Anyway, the dominant culture has no expertise. By the way, I'm talking about Northern Europeans, Scots, Norwegians, Swedes. 
My, my, the, com, the, the culture from which I am descended has no experience of being enslaved. I, I, indeed, the kingdom of Norway abolished slavery hundreds of years before the rest of Europe, to say nothing of the rest of the world. So, yeah, there's a privilege that every human in the world should have, and I'm more than happy to share with everyone who wants it. I grew up in a family where the parents stayed together, at least until we were all adults, and uh, worked hard to give us a stable, loving upbringing where we were expected to grow up to be productive, self-sufficient adults. My parents themselves had the same privilege, by the way, and the same basic family structure, notwithstanding the fact that they were born during the Depression and World War II. Somehow they managed to stay together and raise their kids with the same expectations. That's a privilege, all right. And I wish everyone in the world had it. I'm more than happy to spread those privileges to the whole world. Whatever your skin color. I went to a public school system that, by the way, at the time was more concerned with teaching me to read, write, calculate, present myself coherently, and, and reason than indoctrinating me to a bunch of uh, worldviews. It's a privilege very few people have these days. I got a post-secondary education, by the way, thanks to my mom working as a secretary at a local college with a tuition break that went along with it. It focused on reason, logic, and critical thinking rather than post-structural gibberish, which is not just a privilege, but a decisive advantage in so many areas of my life these days. So gotta, I'm not going to lie. In no case are these privileges zero-sum things, by the way. It's not like a pie where there's only so many pieces. My freedom takes nothing away from your freedom. My reasoning takes nothing away from yours, at least not if you're willing to, not willing to give it up, or at least pretend you've given it up. And by the way, taking freedom away from others gives you no more freedom. The Germans, the, the Ku Klux Klan, the Red Guards, they gain no freedom, no prosperity, no happiness from oppressing Jews or African Americans or counter-revolutionaries. Quite the opposite. Freedom is the ultimate privilege. It's contagious if you let it be. I urge you to try it. I'm here to spread that privilege around far and wide, which I do every Saturday here on AM 1280 The Patriot. Thank you for tuning in. Spread the privilege yourself here, ladies and gentlemen. God bless you all. God bless America. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-218-9520 800-218-9520 That's 800-218-9520 as Winston Churchill said, all the great things are simple, and many can be expressed in a single word. Freedom, justice, honor, duty, mercy, and hope. Hi, this is Andrew Parker with the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. Join me every Sunday at 4 p.m. for the Victory Hour, when we will talk politics, Israel, and the law. The Victory Hour, Sunday afternoons at 4, here on The Patriot. I'm impressed 
with my attorney, Bernie. Remember the simpler times when you felt settled, calm, if you will. Unfortunately for many, retirement is anything but simple. Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike because they talk about how complicated retirement has become over the years. All of today's complexities and retirement decision points don't need to be overwhelming. The guys are going to help you simplify it. Alan Mike have solutions and strategies. So listen to Money Matters with Alan Mike, noon Saturday on AM 1280 The Patriot, or call them now at 855 231 6010. Hi, this is PJ from PJ's Appliance Outlet, your local, family-owned, and operated appliance store. No matter where you live in the Twin Cities, PJ's is worth the drive. We're centrally located in Plymouth. Just this past month, we've had satisfied customers from Maple Grove, St. Paul, Minneapolis, Eden Prairie, Bloomington, all over the Twin Cities. We take great pride in separating ourselves from those overpriced big box stores by simply providing over-the-top customer service, great quality products at unbeatable prices. PJ's has quickly become the trusted go-to store for brand new scratch and dent appliances. You can save hundreds, sometimes thousands of dollars on brand new warranted name brand refrigerators, ovens, washers and dryers, dishwashers and freezers, top brands like LG, Frigidaire and much more. Come visit our showroom today and ask for PJ, Bob or Jake or visit our website at pjsapplianceoutlet.com. That's pjsapplianceoutlet.com where every deal is a steal. AM 1280, The Patriot, is 